Welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today I've got the compelling story of a snowman. Hello, hello, hello. Just like that, we're a quarter of the way through December. That's not true. A fifth of the way. That's not so bad. But at the same time, it's kind of like, yikes, <laughs> a fifth of the way, huh? <laughs> I told my husband, we need to make a holiday bucket list, except I don't really mean bucket list. I just mean like a list of our absolute musts and the top things we'd like to do and everything that's not on the list, we don't have to worry about. We haven't done it yet though, so I'm sort of thinking it's too late. <laughs> it's probably too late, right? I'll tell you one thing. I have been downloading all these Hallmarky Christmas books to my Kindle, and I am determined to read them before I go to bed instead of going through my phone. I keep telling my husband I'm going to do this, and he's like, great. (laughs) But I am. I am getting on board with this. It may be December, but I was woken up by a tornado warning last night. It wasn't for our area, but kind of like the general region. My husband's work phone went off, and we did have bad storms during the night. It knocked out the power for a little bit. My neighbor was fixing his Christmas lights today. I think they got knocked around in the storms. He was up there on the roof, and I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) Every time I see a ladder go up somewhere, I'm like a little kid with the garbage and construction trucks. I can't look away. I'm like, is something going to happen? Are we going to have to spring into action? (laughs) Doing what? I don't know. (laughs) He did great, though. The lights look great. I brought in my little Christmas trees from the porch overnight just in case. I was pretty proud of myself for thinking ahead on that. So all is well in the neighborhood. So I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. It feels like forever ago already. We were very low key. It was my husband's biggest wish. And I have to say it was kind of nice. It did end very eventfully for us, though, as my husband's very favorite team, which now, of course, is at the very least the team I am most aware of and most affects the quality of my life, made the biggest coaching move in, I don't know, maybe college football history. (laughs) I think we can safely say recent college football history. Uh, USC hiring Lincoln Riley away from Oklahoma. This is a major deal in my house. Basically, this really locks in that we will never be attending a fall wedding again. We'll send a gift, but I I know my limits. (laughs) My husband gets so mad. He's like, why does everyone have to get married in the fall? (laughs) It's sort of true. 12 days a year. Of course, they're all 70 degrees Saturdays in a row, but (laughs) that's what he always tells me. It's just 12 days a year I'm asking for. Regular season anyway. I mean, it is 12 days and it isn't. (laughs) There are other things he cares a lot about, like, for example, the Chiefs who play in the same season, but it is his favorite thing. Everything is through a filter now. Oregon is also in the Pac-12 and their coach, who was very good, left today. And I congratulated my husband. I was like, that's great news. Congratulations. And he was like, thanks. (laughs) I don't know how we'll make it to September. So we had that. I was also doing a bit of online Black Friday shopping. I have said this before. I do wish there was an option to schedule your shipment date when you have these big online sales like Prime Day and Black Friday. I know that's a little counterintuitive, and I know it's asking a lot with inventory and so forth, but it's just a request. (laughs) I came up with a workaround this year, though. 
We ordered something for my sister and I added DNO after the name. I told her, if you get a box that says DNO on the label, it means do not open. (laughs) I thought that was very clever, except for when I had to explain it to my husband like three times. (laughs) Just kidding. My other sister did this thing one year where she addressed the box to herself so we all knew who it was from. I thought that was very clever, except for when it came in the mail and I thought I'd ordered something for her and accidentally sent it to the wrong address. <laughs> but, but no, that probably is even more clever. Uh, we put up the tree on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Uh, we did leftovers on Friday, tree on Saturday, which was good. We didn't really do most of the other decorations until a few days later, but I was like, that's okay. We, you know, we got it done by December 1st. I do still have my garland for outside that I haven't put up yet. It's sitting behind the couch right now. We discussed doing something different outside, so I was holding off, but it kind of fizzled out, and so too did my motivation. (laughs) I kind of feel like if I put the garland out now, the neighbors will think it's a feeble attempt to play catch up because they have really great decorations out. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'll probably put it out maybe tomorrow or the next day, (laughs) one of them. (laughs) So... Another notable thing about Thanksgiving weekend was that I saw my favorite commercial of the holiday season. I didn't need to see the others. I knew this one was the winner. Typically, I don't watch a ton of commercials, except for during sporting events and award shows, because those are always live. I'm sure we had a football game on. I saw the commercial, and I was like, this is the winner. Okay, so there's this girl. She's looking outside and sees the Christmas decorations starting to come down, The snow's melting, the inflatable nutcrackers deflating, the trees at the curb. The girl's watching it all out her window and sees her brother kind of aggressively knocking over the snowman in the yard, and she's like, oh no, I don't think so. She races outside, grabs this little snowman. She comes back inside and starts chucking stuff out of the freezer to make room for it and shoves it in there. She checks the next morning, the snowman made it, she's so happy. So then we see the snow's gone, looks like it's early spring. She opens the freezer and waves at her little snowman. There's a dicey moment where her dad is eating ice cream out of, I think, the carton and may have left the freezer door open. But our little heroine shows up in time to save her buddy. Then it's summer. The snowman comes on the camping trip in a cooler. Summer turns to fall. The power goes out while they're carving pumpkins. It's another dicey moment, but the snowman makes it. And then, finally, finally, the first snowfall of the year. She takes her little snowman back outside. There's this triumphant music. He made it. They made it through the whole year, and the snowman is back outside where he belongs. She places him gently on a layer of snow in the front yard. She steps back and stands with her whole family to admire him. And then, splat! The neighbor kid runs over it with his bike. (laughs) I'm telling you, the first time I saw this, I mean, it sucked me in. And I was like, okay, where is it going? And the kid comes in with a bike. And I was like, no, who was that? Who would do such a thing? What kind of commercial is this? This is sick. (laughs) After the commercial was over, I made my husband rewind it so I could see it again. I was like, 
30 seconds. I don't know. Maybe it was a minute. It was too fast. I need to process this again. I will say I missed it at first, but they did foreshadow the kid on the bike. The kid rides by as the tree is going to the curb like a second into the thing, which I mean, I appreciated the continuity and attention to detail, I have to say. Um, Okay, so the kid runs over the snowman. (laughs) Snowman is kaput. The girl drops to the ground. She holds his scarf up. She can't believe it. And then her big brother comes over and helps her start building another one. The whole family joins in, and the little girl holds her new snowman's twig hand as they line up on the lawn and watch their Christmas lights come on. I am am obsessed with this commercial. (laughs) The last commercial I was obsessed with enough to actually like go online and watch the full length version was an extra gum ad six years ago about high school sweethearts who share extra gum at special moments. And the boy commemorates the moments with little drawings on the wrappers. And then he puts all the wrappers together as like a highlight reel of their love when he proposes to her a bunch of years later. That was a great commercial. (laughs) I still love that commercial. I had a TV on my desk at work and it would come on, I don't know, multiple times every day, many multiple, (laughs) a lot. And every time I heard it, I had to stop what I was doing to watch it. Anyway, so the snowman. I found out the snowman's name is Simon, by the way. It reminded me of this thing at my old job. It was a class called Story Magic. My husband took it too, and I turned to him when I saw this commercial, and I was like, 100% he would have shown this in Story Magic. The whole point of Story Magic was that there's two tracks that run parallel to each other in telling a great story. There's like the narration, which most people know, like this happened, then that happened, and then that. And then there's, I forgot what he called it, but it's like the emotional part. A good story has to have ups and downs, or it gets kind of boring. And his point was also, you know, like people think you need a long time to tell a good story, but you can tell a good story in like 30 seconds. And he showed us, I think, a couple of examples. I remember one of them was a Coca-Cola commercial. I was like, that is exactly what happened here. In two minutes and 52 seconds, not only did they take me over the course of an entire year, but I rode an emotional roller coaster all along the way. (laughs) This is a great story. The commercial is for AT&T and also Apple because it's shot on an iPhone. At first I was like, I feel like this is someone's like film school final project and I hope they get an A+. (laughs) Of course, it's fancier than that. It was directed by Ivan and Jason Reitman, which is the real skill for two actual experts to make this look like something any one of us with enough time and skill and patience and of course an iPhone could pull off. I was like ready to go get my iPhone and selfie stick and get to work. (laughs) I guess that means it worked. (laughs) All right. That's it for today's walk around the block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at walktheblockpod. Subscribe or follow on Stitcher or Apple or Google Podcasts and leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already and I will hopefully see you later this week.